Friends, and welcome to the Seeker Podcast at Service of Change, where we challenge reality, question which we've been taught in hopes of inspiring a new direction of thought to bring about change. I'm your host, Dennis Nappy II, with Service of Change, where you can read my book for free just by going to serviceofchange.com. Click on the image for the I Am Human book and start reading immediately. This book is sure to challenge your understanding of reality and the current paradigm we exist within. Another great update, book number two in the I Am Human series, Food for the Archons. This week, I finished the first draft of it. What a weight lifted off my chest. But I jumped right into editing, which is another daunting task. But reviewing the early chapters as I'm going through it, I am really pleased with... uh, you know, with the work that I put into this project, it's been, uh, you know, so far it's been about a three-year journey uh, since my father passed, and I really started, I got the inspiration for this book to help better understand this thing we call life. I'm really struggling with that. I really, really am. Uh, I want to talk about that a little bit on tonight's show, uh, just talking about really how do we find that balance? Because it's so hard to do some. I'm at a point right now where I'm overwhelmed. I feel pulled in so many different directions. I'm going to jump into that in a minute. There's another news article that came across my feed. Uh, it's up on the Facebook feed as well. If you haven't liked me on Facebook, I, I re- ask you to do that. Uh, you can find the link right through the, the uh, serviceofchange.com page. I'm over there on the left-hand side. Uh, you know, Just hit that like button. It helps support it. Really, Facebook is only showing uh, one to two people my posts right now because of this crazy algorithm that they have. So if you're on the page, just hit a like button, hit a comment, something. It, it, it helps the, uh, the page to... Um, to show this stuff to more people because I'm sharing popular stuff that's uh, you know all over, from all over the place. So anyway, let me stop plugging myself here. A really interesting story came across the feed. Uh, I found this one on, on Unknown Country, but it's also on uh, you know it's all over the place. There's also an article on CNN about it and, and pretty much every other uh, news feed right now. An Earth-like planet has been found orbiting the closest star to Earth. So close, we'll soon be able to reach it. That is fascinatingly exciting that we have found an Earth-like planet. It could contain life on there. I don't know what type of life, what form it would be in, but that that planet is within the, they say, the habitable zone. I think I'm saying that correctly. Basically, it matches Earth-like conditions due to its proximity to the sun. I think it's one and a half times bigger than our planet. My hypothetical question to all of you out there is, if you were offered an opportunity... To travel to that planet on a one-way ticket to colonize it for humanity. Would you take that journey? You know, I think about that a lot, and there's a lot of times where my answer is yes, I would. Now, it's different because I have, you know, a wife and two young kids, and, 
you know, I, I don't know that it's fair to them to drag them trouncing across the universe, especially my kids being at the age that they are. But getting lost in the fantasy realm, I think that would be an amazing adventure. And part of it is, you know, hey, maybe a fresh start is what, is what we all need. You know, that goes through my head a lot. But I think it's a really neat thing. A, a CNN article reported that they may be, you know, we're a couple centuries away from sending robots there. This is my uh, non-scientist, non-physicist, non-astronaut uh, you know, opinion here. But I really don't know that it's going to take that long. Of course, I have nothing to base that on. But that'd be pretty cool if we go out and explore it. But I do worry, given the human condition of let me find it. I'm going to stick a flag in the ground, claim it as my own, and harvest all the natural resources regardless of the impact that it has the life of life on that planet. That does worry me about you know whatever is out there, and and if uh, whatever is out there is aware of our tendency to do that, like termites and parasites, then maybe they would prevent us from going to visit and explore anywhere but the planet Earth. It's kind of a segue into what I want to talk about, uh, you know, on this this show, this episode of the Seeker Podcast. I had a uh, a serious discussion with with someone close to me just last evening, and we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, I, I don't always throw out there, you know, in my personal relationships, the, th- the things I talk about on the show. At least I don't go into this level of detail unless I see a window where somebody opens a door and allows me to do so. But they made a couple comments where, uh, you know, it, it sounded like, hey, you know, Dennis, your view of the world is, is, is negative. Um, and, and it just got me really reflecting on that. And I guess that's because I, I see a lot of things wrong with the world. I do see a lot of things right with the world too, though. So, you know, it, it's just one of those statements that really, you know, hit me hard. And I, all day I've just been feeling kind of bummed and down and thinking about, you know, well, what is my viewpoint? What is the message that I'm putting out there? Because in my head, the message that I'm putting out there is, well, here's the bad stuff, but here's what we can do about it. You know, and then I, I you know, I started thinking, am I doing enough? Am I practicing what I'm preaching? And I could say yes, but at the same time, no, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. So I, I want to talk about balance and, and, you know, I guess moving forward, what I'd like to do to find a better balance uh, in in my life as I try to make this world a better place for my kids. Because the reality is I'm not going to change the entire world. I'm not going to do that. I am just one person. But I can change my surroundings. I can change my existence and I can change my sphere of influence and hopefully inspire other people to uh, to make a change as well. And, and collectively, I believe that we can make that change. And I've talked about, you know, ch- real change coming through, you know, the meditation, changing the frequency that's out there with the Maharishi effect. There's another show about that, um, you know, affecting the levels of violence in an area through meditation, through social coherence. I did another show on that one talking about uh, the influence over people's emotions through your heart and uh, the electromagnetic field that's generated. So there's a lot of good stuff out there. The problem is when I read an article, when I see something on a on a news feed or, or hear something in the news or just have a random thought, you know, I look at it, well, crime's bad. The the economy in the United States is bad. Climate change is, is terrifying. Um, there's multiple species going extinct. The the treatment of the animals that we call food is absolutely Horrendous, you know. GMOs. Our food is poison. Uh, big pharma is getting everybody addicted to drugs, and the medical industry is not 
treating healthcare, they're pushing pills on people. And, and I can go on and on and on. And this is what goes through my head. Wrap into that, you know, some of my experiences between the military and police work. You know, <laughs> life is one big risk sometimes in my head and I have to ground myself. And, you know, it's so this is something that I struggle with. And, and if you're a truth seeker, you know, um, somebody who looks into these types of things and reads the conspiracy theories, it's hard not to walk around and say, oh, my gosh, the world is ending. The world is falling apart. And I have to step back and say, you know what? This stuff has been going on for a very long time, and it always seems like the world is ending. And I think I'm, despite me saying that all the time, I think sometimes I get wrapped up into that. And, you know, and last night I just, I kind of opened up a little bit and I was upset. I was like, look, you know, every time I try to do something, I feel like it's not enough. I, 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 you know, somebody says, hey, you did a good job with this. And I'm like, well, it. I'm still not doing enough, you know, like, I think I focused on, like, trash and recycling, like, I can't believe the amount of trash I put out in the garbage each and every week, it, it's ridiculous, the amount of trash that goes out there, and, uh, you know, so the person I was talking to said, hey, you know, you've got a ton of great ideas, but you need to pick one and and refine that, and, and it was funny because I've said that word for word in previous shows, you want to make a difference, you're not going to be able to handle everything at once, pick one thing. And I think this needed to be a reality check for me. I need to kind of ground myself and step back and I need to pick one thing again. It's it's tough. It's tough because everything seems so equally important. You know, but I, I really struggle with, uh, you know, with the food system and what we're putting into our bodies because that has such a profound impact on so many different levels. It, you know, it, it affects our health. It has, you know, I struggle with, you know, what's happening to the animals that are being killed. How are they being treated? That's not, I'm supporting that when I'm eating the food. It creates a lot of unnecessary waste and pollution. And, you know, I, I can go on and on and on. This is all the anxiety that I get in me. And I try to do this. I, you know, I, I try to avoid eating this type of food. I try to, you know, ingest only these types of food. I make my own medicine. And, you know, so I, my, my brain is just all over the place. But I think that I really need to just take a step back come up with a plan on how I can ease that anxiety and, and solve the problem. So I'm kind of working through this on the air right now. Uh, so forgive me, you know, it's, it's something new that I'm trying. Um, but you know, my thoughts on this are, well, I'd really like to grow more of my own food. Now where I live, it's difficult. Uh, you know, I live in the mountains, um, you know, in the particular area that I live in, it's tough to have a garden. Um, plus we have deer and, and, and stuff that come around and, and eat all your plants anyway, but I'd like to do something inside. Um, uh, you know, and I definitely want to grow my own herbs, particularly ginger uh, and garlic, because I use them a lot, and, and parsley and oregano. I use them a lot in my own medicines that I make, um, you know, for myself and for my children to, to, you know, fight flu and cold and, you know, all the all the common ailments that afflict our family. So I, I really think that maybe that's the one thing I'm going to pick, and I'm going to really focus on how to get some kind of indoor garden going because it's got so many benefits that I think would alleviate a lot of the stress that I have. You know, I've been doing some research on uh, on growing potatoes. Potatoes are a great source of nourishment. It's a great, great food to have. And apparently they're pretty easy to grow in just a small, like 
one foot by one foot or four, four square feet of space. That's what I saw. It was four square feet of space, and you can grow 100 pounds of potatoes. That's fascinating to me. Uh, you know, it, it, it'll fit in a small spot. If I can figure out a way to do it inside, put them in a barrel and grow them. Well, I've got a ton of food. That, that number one, it's healthy food because I'm growing it. I know what's going into it. It's alkalizing for the body, so that alleviates a lot of my, uh, you know, other issues that come into play. And, um, it's sustainable. So if there's ever a disaster or a catastrophe, which also runs through my head and overwhelms me, I have a, a better supply, um, you know, and the means to reproduce it. You know, I, I was sprouting for a while. I'm going to get back to that. Uh, that's real easy to do. It's an, again, it's your greens and it's got, they're just packed with all sorts of nutrients and vitamins. So, um, and then I'll, I'm going to start an herb garden. So I think I need, I think that's where I want to focus myself and, and get, you know, some grow lights for the inside of the house. You know, again, I'm an extremely low-budget operation here, but I, I'm thinking that's my thing and to, to find my balance again. And then once that becomes second nature, then I can pick something else. And I think that's what I want to do because, again, I try to do everything at once, and, and then you end up getting nothing done. And maybe that's just my ADHD brain, the way it works sometimes. I, get, I have so many ideas in my head, I don't have enough time and enough money to get them out. So... I think that's you know my next step is is just pick one thing and focus on it, and, and I hope this resonates with some of you out there who feel like well it's it's helpless it's pointless, but it's really not because I'm going to step back on when I first started changing my diet and and making my own medicine I had no clue what I was doing and to make matters worse. The only times I could really experiment was when I would get sick. I'd say, all right, well, I'm not taking the over-the-counter stuff. I have to try using this remedy and that remedy. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Um, you know, but now, three years later, I'm at a point I know it works for me. I know that it's not going to harm me. There's no negative side effects of it. And it helps It helps myself and my family to heal. And I've also moved into the preventative stuff with, you know, um, with the diet that I've crafted for you know myself and my family, um, so it's second nature now. My point is, there's no stress over it because there's no longer a, a significant learning curve. I, I'm still, I, trust me, I still got a ton to learn on it, but it's easier for me now because I understand the process and the system, and that's what I'm hoping for with uh, you know trying to grow my own stuff in the house. So that's my one thing that I'm picking, and I'm I'm, I'm contemplating putting together some kind of uh, challenge group. A friend of mine, Clark Chamberlain, very talented author, does a lot of great things online. Um, you know, he he's been doing challenge groups. I was a part of it. You know, for for writers and stuff, uh, and it was really neat to see how what people got out of it. So I think I'm thinking about putting something together to help us stay in check, to help give each other updates on what is our what is our one thing that we want to implement or change or improve upon. Um, you know, and, and we'll set a window for it. So if this is something you'd be interested in doing please send me a message. Just go to servicetochange.com, hit the contact. Get, I, I could use a little inspiration here. Um, you know, reach out to me. Let me know if, if this is something you'd be interested in being a part of. Um, you know, and then what I'll do is I'll put the group together through Facebook and then we can have updates and stuff. And, and, and really, let's do this thing. You know, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm always saying we need to make changes. We need to make a difference. Well, let's let's hold our each other accountable here and pick something that's going to be better for ourselves, our families, and have a ripple effect around the world. Uh, again, I, I think that could bring us a lot of peace, and I think that could be a true revolution right there for all of us. So let's do it, and let's make it serious, and, and let's put uh, you know pen to paper on that one. So again, hit me up. Go to servicechange.com. Hit the, hit the contact tab, please. 
Uh, I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts? What are your ideas? Do you want to be a part of this? Again, I'm, I'm completely freestyling here, making this up as I go, but I like what I'm saying right now. I hope I didn't sound like I was whining and complaining too much. I think I worry about that a lot after every show. But I'm speaking from the heart tonight because this has been stressing me out all day long. So I thank you for listening to what I, what I just said. It, it means the world. Um, I love having this show as a part of my life. Uh, you know, I love you know the updates through the blog and the website. Wish I had time to do more. Hopefully, in the future, that is what lies ahead for me. So, I think that's all the time I have on uh, on this show. But again, I would absolutely love to hear from you. Uh, I want to refer you back to uh, last week's show. It was a fantastic interview with my new friend Joe, talking about his encounters with what people call the Greys. He has a very interesting take. He claims they are from the future here to make changes in our lives to benefit their own. So go back to servicechange.com, to iTunes, to SoundCloud, to YouTube. Check it out. You're going to want to hear that. I am looking for guests. I have a guest scheduled this week coming up uh, you know, for, for another interesting topic that we're going to talk about. Uh, I'll save that. I'll, that's all the teaser I'm going to give on it right now. But um, I, I'm looking for more guests. If you or someone you know has a supernatural, paranormal, conspiracy theory, if you listen to the show, anything that's relevant to the show, uh, you know, a, a prepper, anything, uh, or a book to promote, I'd love to have you on the show. You know, I'm expanding in different directions, and, and we've got a lot of good feedback on uh, that last show with that guest. So, um, my goal is to make these conversations more comfortable and more common. And the best way to do that is by having people like you and me talk about them on the air. So please be my guest. Again, the link's through Service to Change. You can send me an email um, and just let me know You know, if you want to be on the show. I'd, I'd, I'd love to have you come on. So that is all the time I have today. I'm Dennis Nappy II. This has been another episode of the Seeker Podcast with Service of Change where small changes among the masses can have a massive impact around the world, I encourage you to be that change, never stop questioning, and keep an open mind. Thank you. Welcome to Truth Seekers.